Hello, ciao, and welcome back to the Chronicles of a Black Italian Woman. My name is Benedicta Jumpa and I'm the host and creator of this podcast. Ciao everyone, how are you? I hope you're well. I hope you haven't missed me too much last week. Although some of you did, I think some of, of you didn't. Well, of course, because maybe for some of you, it's the first time listening to me. And for others, maybe you missed a couple of episodes. I really hope you get to catch up and share with people like your most enjoyable episodes through like Spotify and other platforms. There's also iTunes. So please don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, whatever it is you have to do. Please do it to show some support. Like it, it's, it really means a lot to me if you're able to do that. Like, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in one more time today. And if it's your first time, well, welcome so last week i know i know i know guys like i missed the episode but it's all right it's all right like the reason being is listen the last week couple of weeks i've not been the easiest like i feel like i come on here and tell that all the time but yeah last week was a little bit of a rough patch for different variety of reasons which one in particular, but I will not share right now. Maybe later, uh, I will have the opportunity to talk about it. And um, yeah, it's just a mix of emotions, a mix of things where I was a little bit overwhelmed and weary. So, you know what I'm saying? So I just needed to have a little bit moment for myself and try to pose lean in even into like those uncomfortable emotions you know and process things and like you know feeling good and recovered and stuff like that so yeah i'm feeling a bit better this week to be honest but yeah i'm still like uh, still processing but feeling a bit better it's been busy 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 these last few weeks especially with black history month our work has been so good thank you for those that were able to attend there's been so many good conversations about um about different topics from race in italy with black lives matter ram and about anti-racism work in italy with my friend I previously mentioned Professor Angelica Pizzarini and Marie Moise uh, active, she's an activist and uh, it's been so good then we also had Samara Pizzoli curator for which I'm so grateful for because she's literally one of those people that invested in me when I came here, I came to Rome I was new to the city I was just figuring out my way around Rome and like also what I wanted to do as well, uh, even for the Afrotonian community and stuff like that. So when I got to Rome, I got to attend some events. Uh, I, I think with cinema media industry and creators. So I had this opportunity to attend this event with director, organized by director Fred Kowunu. I had the opportunity to meet Tamara there, which is someone I already noticed on social media. And so when I met her, like, it was so good because she writes children's books, yeah. And they're so good because the children's books, of course, full 
um, they're very diverse. They're literally like something very uplifted. I feel, I think especially for black children, but I think also for any kid that reads this book, I felt it would broaden their perspective and that would be so, so, so good. So by the way, if you want to check a book out, they are at info at english school house there is also like a website as well like some of the books are the best books like there is this book called the Kenyan goldilocks and it's nice to read these books that where you see the diversity of representation and also you see like different stories in different settings for example in ghana or senegal like it is so like fun and i love it and she has a lot of inspiration through a daily life and it's amazing and through her kids and she is an absolute boss lady she's an absolute like she killed she's been killing it for a long time and she, she didn't have it easy in this country she's from the u.s she's black american and she's absolute boss like she's just i don't know she's someone that admires a lot i admire a lot um to a certain extent even for four i feel like she's a mentor to me so i'm truly 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 grateful for her and uh, i'm truly grateful i was able to have a full circle moment with her like by inviting her now uh, where i'm currently working so it's been like so good and also i got to buy a partner as well which is Charles Bachelor, but she, he does music, and was, uh, we did, like, such a good event, and such a team effort that, I don't know, I'm so filled with gratitude, with what uh, we've been able to organize as a team at work, but also for myself, I'm just uh, like, I'm so grateful, like, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful, because whenever I think of how I grew up, and with the little self-esteem that I grew up in being black, in being Kenyan, and being an African descent. And I always, I kind of grew up with this very strong sense of like lack of uh, confidence, but also grew up with a very like low self-esteem and any pride. I, I, at some point I started like feeling like less prideful of like, like but not prideful in a negative way like pride as mean like as honor like of like being black literally because you i felt like whatever between society what i felt like i felt that that wasn't a positive something positive to be being black because you see like what gets praised what gets appreciated it wasn't like black people or black characters between the representation I got through media between society and between what people would tell me at school and teachers and stuff like that so like till like before I turned 10 I felt like I was very like I I really had the worst like self-esteem like I I would think like oh my gosh I can't know I would be like oh if I was born why like my life would be all different but look at me now and i'm just boom black and i don't know they're all these straight of thoughts that were so toxic and so problematic and you're just there like whoa like child like what were you thinking 
but that's why although you also need representations and you need all society to tune in not just sport because sometimes parents do a lot of work or they try to do some work but then you do the society and you have an all different response so we really need to keep on working so so that kids can feel like they don't have to feel bad for being different they don't have to see themselves as less than for just being different so for me like working on black history month is also kind of like maybe a part of a redemption story uh, which i'm so grateful to god and also uh, i feel it's also a way probably i would say to process trauma trauma of growing up isolated trauma growing up feeling like less than and yeah and definitely what I feel like is like working on these things I hope I can maybe like in one way or the other make make other people feel less lonely and make other people feel like pride of being on African descent and being black so for me honestly that's the biggest honor uh one of the biggest honors of my life honestly has been working on initiatives like this and I'm full of gratitude I'm not gonna lie to you and yeah that also definitely has kept me busy so I have to take it at some point I have to take a day off to recharge because that's definitely kept me busy we are back-to-back events and in the evening after work day like it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit but at least most of the events are done. We have one more event. Don't forget, go to my personal uh, Instagram page at smileybenny, double N Y at the end with double Ys. And if you go on there, you find a link to check the latest event that we will have, which will be with Boris Akim Aka. And then you can also check out, if you are in Rome, you can actually come and see the exhibition of Tamara's work, which is, um, she does children's books. So you can come and see the illustrations at where I work. But as you know, I will not disclose it on this podcast. But if you go to my personal page, you can go check it out. And I would love to see you all, like, come and check out the work and come and visit the gallery space that would be so awesome so seriously thank you everyone thank you thank you thank you thank you and something else that reminds me of this period of time is like show up authentically wherever you are just show up authentically like stop hiding yourself like to be honest like i feel for the longest time i haven't been in tune with myself and I believe also thanks to therapy, I kind of finding myself again, but maybe I would say in a new way. So for me, something has always been difficult to show up authentically, show up as I wanted to show up and do things I've been interested in, in whichever space I was, because I don't know, I felt... I don't know, I felt very weird. I felt like, I don't know, maybe I felt I didn't belong. Maybe I felt that 
I don't know why I felt, guys. Like, something just off my process. Like, I we always take me some time to process, like, how I'm feeling. But, like, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm low-key nervous laughing, but it's okay. So, basically, uh, what I was saying is the fact to, like, yeah, just show up as you are. Don't be afraid, like. I think for the longest time I was always afraid to say something or what in whichever context. Sometimes it's even friendship. Sometimes it's even like um, workplace. Sometimes it's activism circle. I would be like hesitant to speak up because maybe I think differently from the rest of the group. Or maybe what advocating is right, but... You know, sometimes you feel you're not having a backup. So you're just there like, oh, am I going to be the only person saying it? As maybe I'm one of the few black people here. Like, am, am I going to be, if I say it, it's just going to come across as just being like the annoying activist that I am sometimes. So I was like, so that sometimes would stop me to like speak up, uh, finding my space. And also I feel that because like, how would I say I also feel like because we're going through different changes. Like I lived in Italy before, built up kind of my confidence. Then I moved to the UK. Then I had to rebuild my confidence again because also there, like I don't know, I always find like social interactions in the UK a little bit weird, especially in London. Like I don't know, it's weird understanding who's your friend, who's not your friend. Um, I don't know, and also I felt like my personality did not fit between like the UK context I don't know I I didn't honestly feel like I fit it in that much in London although I found my spaces but I didn't feel like I fit it in that much so like I'm still grateful for the experience but I don't know all of this to say so much rumbling you know like <laughs> guys like when I'm in the self-reflection mode like you're just just listen to me i may i may make some sense to you so <laughs> bear with me with the rambling i'm sorry but like yeah i don't know i have so many talks on my mind and it's just like whoa but yeah anyway hope you didn't miss me too much you didn't miss the rambling but anyway so that's it definitely like listen this week i'm feeling better yeah but this is new italian government it's not helping me. Like I need, I needed to fully recover. Like why this Italian government is being like that? So guys, let me let's do the latest update. Okay, let's go back from where we left off. Actually, like so, the new Italian government. It's here. Like it's here. It's here with us. So. Remember, we say like, oh, there is this option, this other option, this other option. So the third Conte government was not a case. It was not a case. There was not people supporting like a third Conte government. So yesterday, Giuseppe Conte gave the bell to the new Prime Minister Mario Draghi. You remember the guy that used to work at the EU, but at the bce like the european bank central bank like yeah him like now he's prime minister so
So yeah. So contact left. We say bye. Ciao Giuseppe. As as Cheetah President called him one time. He was like Giuseppe. We were like Giuseppe. Now we all call him Giuseppe. Like uh, we we laugh about it because like what is spelled like is spelled like Giuseppe. So that would be a English E, but in Italian it's a E. But when they spell like spell is tweet cheater president, it put like a a actual I and no a E. It's hilarious. But anyway, so yeah, so we like Conte left. People were clapping for him like. The way he left, people were like clapping for him at Palazzo Chigi, which is where like the prime minister like is is site. And honestly, like he deserves his claps because listen, this was the random guy that just pulled up and he he had to manage a freaking global pandemic in one of the first countries to be highly affected, and he kind of led the way to other countries or how to deal with this pandemic with the exception of the UK because I don't know what Boris Johnson is doing but anyway <laughs> I'm sorry like I like you know I like to try a little bit of shade out here but yeah so and honestly like he deserves his claps of course I'm still mad at him for like passing crazy laws about immigration and citizenships and all of that but other things and the second government he woke up and decided to speak against those people that he governed with and also addressing these people and is that like he did all right like he did he overall he did a good job i'm not gonna lie to you and they said like they said it was like kind of the second time when someone is living like that in palazzo kiji because of course the first one was Enricoletta which is my favorite I'm sorry I always got shit about him but he's my favorite prime minister so yeah the the, yeah I'm glad good luck to President Conte they say he's going back to teaching in university people are mad because in the whole year when addressing the nation he has not really spoke about school and universities and I'm just like my friend like if you work for a university and you work for like schools and institutions. I'm just like, why you haven't spoken about those instead of talking about football like during the conferences? <laughs> well, yeah. So that's that's Conte. That's a wrap of the second Conte government. And we have the Draghi government. We need all the help for above because that government, yeah. It's too traumatic for me. I'm sorry. It's bringing back memories to back in school, like back in 2008, between 2008 and 2011. So that was most of my high school years. Okay. And the minister that he selected were from that period of time, many of them, which include Maria Stella Gelmini, Brunetta, uh, Carfania, I'm just there like, what's happening? Like, I was, I was like, no, I was too upset. Like, I know, like, pray for the governments, whatever. Like, yes, I know, but sorry, like, allow me to be upset. <laughs> like, I'm just there like, ugh. I'm, 
I still hope this thing will work out, but my head, my spirit, my soul, <laughs> I'm hurting, bruv. I'm hurting, I'm hurting because, oh my gosh. So, 2008-2011 government was the Berlusconi government. So, the fourth Berlusconi government. Berlusconi is this leader that was a womanizer and it it's just the problematic, the most problematic politician that we had throughout the years. And is there with his buttocks and being over 80 years old and being freaking annoying and... I just don't like this dude. Anyway, so that those people were ministers during his government, and Marestella Gelmini was the education minister, and I'm still mad at her. Like I'm still mad at her. Like she did so many cuts, rearranged the high schools. We were mad at her. So. When people think I just woke up now and been an activist, no, darlings. Like I've been an activist since like whenever. Like I would go and sh- whenever there would be like there will always be strikes every few like every few months with the professors. So when there would be the professor strikes, there will also be like a student strike. Although my professor will always say like, "Why are you striking for you students? You're not working. That's not a strike. That's a protest." What be like whatever, and uh, and I would I wouldn't go to school whenever there was a strike because you didn't know if the professor would come or not, and I was like. Mm. I, I would just be there like mm, in solidarity I'm not going to school <laughs> but then my professor would be like at least go and rally at least do something I was like you know what I'm gonna go and rally you have a point let me pick myself go and rally so at some point like I was like I think 14 15 and I started going to rallies in the city so bear in mind I grew up in town and I'll go to school in a smaller city and then I would go to the main city Brescia to go like a rally and oh my gosh those things were so good they were so good we would go and protest and walk and be like I'm not gonna say what we would say against like Berlusconi and the ministers but let's say the fight was real and I'm still mad at this woman and I don't understand why she's still a minister like oh, how did she become a minister so like guys listen people were awful people were hopeful when it came to this new government and now people are upset because listen I was not that hopeful I was a bit like mm, I don't know like my guy it could do good, it could do bad, I don't really know. Because the last technocratic government that we had, it was a bit like problematic. So I was like, I not I don't know really have high hopes. Meanwhile, all the like liberal leftists they were like, Oh my gosh, like this is so good, it's such an honor to have him. We cannot wait to have him. And then look at us now. Look at your own life. Just look at your own life. Like, let me just say that. Look at your own life. How? How are we in this situation right now where it feels like it's a throwback Thursday and we are going back to 2008 and 2011? I don't miss those years of Italy. I do not miss them. 
Like they were not nice. They were not cute. Just governed by the right. No. They were not nice. Like all the cuts that they did to education. Mm-mm. I don't miss those years. At least that woman might have started Germany, which she actually also from Brescia. Anyway, she was like, I don't know why all the ministers that are from Brescia are always so problematic. But anyway, she's now does the autonomy and the regions. I'm just like, why is she there? Like, uh, uh, I just cannot. Like, as you can tell, I don't like this woman, you know. But anyway, we still hope that this money of the recovery found from the European Union will be used properly, finally. And no, like, but I'm not happy. And you know, the other day I was talking about sexism, yeah. We got eight women's ministers, which they, most of the ministry don't really have proper funding. So we're just there, like, looking. I'm just there looking at this government with such disappointment because, what's it called, Mario Draghi, like, I feel like as someone has worked in European institutions, I know it's not only his choice, he had to compromise with different parties and stuff like that, but I was expecting him at least to, like, pull up something better, something more, like, inclusive, more like, inclusive and, like, representative of this society, but... I don't know, it's been pulling up, like, just putting women just for put, sick of putting in there. Only 30% of the government is women. When, while, like, at the end of the day, women are majority in this country. I don't know. It's just a little bit. It's a bit upsetting. Like, it's not. It doesn't make me hopeful. Then you never know, like, you never know that, that my guy pulls up something. But knowing the ministers and know the people that are there, even the women, I'm just there, like, why are we here? Like, what's the point? Like, with, as I was telling you, people had high expectation for this guy. Like, you think someone that's working internationally, someone that has been in this environment, I felt like, honestly, could pull up better and, like, do something better but we move we just leave it there okay like let's wrap it up with this italian government my sister said i didn't like the last episode daniela you've been mentioned Alain. like and she was like oh i didn't like it because you're talking about italian politics and i'll be hearing it all the time i'm just not like darling the episode is not for you but anyway <laughs> This is one of my passions. This is why I have this podcast to just chat away about what I like and what I'm interested in. So, like, and I hope you enjoy it too. Like, yeah. So, like, to recover from this government crisis, I watched, I was watching to all the boys I loved, which I ended up watching half of it on one evening and half of it another evening. The third movie came out, and to all the boys I love, always and forever if i'm not mistaken on netflix with lot of Corrod and noah Centineo, and oh i love that series i really love that movie you know i'm such a big rom-com i think i'm such a big rom-com person and teenage romance like i don't know why i keep on watching it despite having been a teenager for 15 years but anyway <laughs> 
I've been watching it. It's, it was good. Like, I watched it in the morning. It was good. Although that was not my favorite, favorite movie out of the series. There are three movies. I think definitely the first one was my top favorite. Uh, the third one was alright. It was good. It was different emotions. Like, you know, the other phase where, like, I see any high school romance. It's final year. We have to choose university and all the drama around there. Uh, I liked although that they made like the protagonist like choose for herself, which I really like that. Um, but yeah, no, I sent it. I was so cute. Oh my gosh, it's, it it put like too much expectation with us with that Peter Kavinsky character. And that was cute. And like, it was nice. And also started in Korea. Like the new movie started in Korea. So you all know that I love my K-dramas. So it was nice to see that. A bit of Korea. Till I get to go. I love seeing I, I love seeing it on the screen. So that was lovely. And uh, yeah. And it was a nice. There were nice moments in the movie and other people find the love and I like it, I like it, I like it. And I really like the character of Lana, oh my gosh, of Lara Jane because, I'm sorry, I'm so bad with names. All the time I do this, like I'm about to say a name and then I say it wrong. Like why? Like yeah, but anyway, I like the character of Lara Jane because she's so awkward and she's so like herself at the same time that it's it's interesting like it's very interesting and i like the fact that she's so awkward and embarrassing and she likes baking her cupcakes and she's really herself and i like that like how awkward teenager she is and you know like I'm awkward. I think people don't know enough about that. But actually awkward. I'm out there acting cool. But I'm very awkward. And very like. <laughs> very myself. So. I really liked about her. And I like the fact that. Peter Kavisky like likes her for that. And I also like a family dynamic. With her sisters. And it's just. It's just such a cute like. It's such a cute little teenage romance movie. And I thought it was coming out like on Saturday the 13th. But it actually came out on the 12th. And I was like, yes, that's all I'm waiting for. For Valentine's Day. Because I'm not going to pretend I'm not dressing the big elephant of the in the room. Because this episode is coming out on Valentine's Day. And what I have to tell you is this. Valentine is coming. Hey, what's your boyfriend? Hey, what's your boyfriend? What's your boyfriend? Let me stop here before I get censored. But yeah, it's Valentine's Day for those people celebrating. Happy Valentine's Day. And for those like myself that are single, that the boyfriends are not there to be found. Like, yeah, you are lonely. Lonely. <laughs> So this song that I'm singing is from I don't know it was from some video from some Kenyan person I remember some Kenyan guy I don't remember his name but <laughs> this video is hilarious I think he's definitely the mood for Valentine's Day which it was so funny like especially for single people like yeah like that song it's 
funny like i was just like it's funny because literally this guy says that oh yeah i shot my shot you did not reply so yeah there you are you are lonely <laughs> that's okay that that video needs to be protected by the unesco because it's so good <laughs> and it's so hilarious i love how he makes fun of like valentine's day and women don't get it no replying in their dms and stuff like that but guys like it's can i be honest like you all need to know how to shoot your shot as well like there is also the aspect too like a shot if you shoot your shot nicely yeah like we've got a bad vibe but if you're just being creep in the dm of course i'm not gonna reply to you duh like anyway but it was fun it was actually that video is actually so funny and I love that and I, honestly it makes me it kind of makes me laugh so it's cool it's cool it's cool um yeah so what are you all doing for valentine's day what's up with you guys maybe i put a question in the on the instagram page but um, for me like valentine's day is like i don't know i don't know i honestly don't know how i feel about it to be completely honest like there were days where like oh my gosh like as a child i'd be like oh my gosh it's valentine's day that's so cute and i would be there like be i don't know awful for what because honestly like i don't know why was i so awful like and i was as a child i was something excited about it but I don't know even why because there was nobody like liking me in school so i don't know why was i excited about especially primary school i don't know i think that experience kind of made me hate it because it would be like oh it's valentine's day and you get reminded one more time that <laughs> nobody wants you like yes no just kidding no like I felt like that in school, to be honest, because you always knew, like, what would happen when I was in primary school, it would be like, you are the one or two girls that were considered, like, the prettiest girl between the class, and so the guys, they would bring, like, chocolate or a flower or something, and it would be like, oh, there you go, and stuff like that, and so these girls would be like, full of flowers and chocolates and stuff like that but i think that with that if definitely please don't do never think that i'm a better person like no, i was not jealous about it that's for sure i was not definitely jealous about it but it felt a little bit sad although because if i like oh like okay like they are getting the chocolate am i gonna ever get any and also because whenever i was in school also the discussion was always like oh who's the prettiest girl in the class and they would do like a whole like what's it called a whole chart about who's the prettiest girl in the class and uh, usually the last ones would be me and uh, uh and ma you remember i mentioned like this other girl that she was adopted in the class so it would be like that me or her would always be like the last ones in the in the chart so you i don't know it always like brings some weird memories is that i don't i don't really think about that like as an adult about valentine's day but 
at the same time it kind of reminds me a lot about like beauty standards and reminds me a lot like growing up and being seen as not desirable actually because I was black and I don't know it's just something that reminds me a bit of that like yeah sorry it's not an happy note but it's just to be honest with you all like yeah so yeah so Valentine's Day has never been like one of my favorite favorite days then honestly I never had any romantic interest between like primary school middle school as well like nothing high school nothing university nothing <laughs> high school <gasps> And post university, nothing. Like yeah, like very like I'm a very simple human being. So um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, did I ever celebrate Valentine's Day? I think way. So with my ex boyfriend, we didn't get to Valentine's Day, so we didn't celebrate. Uh, between the two of us, although like I remember one time we went out with other friends because to just like go out as friends everyone to go out as friends and go out for valentine's day i don't even know why and uh, then i went to and then oh like the last valentine's day the one and only valentine's day that i probably celebrated was like three years ago and that's when oh my gosh i went out with this guy that used to be my colleague and it was just a mess. By the way, why am I like out in my business out here on this podcast? Anyway, let me just say, yeah, I went out with this guy and this guy was toxic anyway. I don't even know why I went out with him. But yeah, that was the only Valentine's Day I celebrated. And actually, that's probably the only good day to that with this dude. Like, yeah, it's, it's just weird. Like, yeah. Uh, it was this dude it was it was all right like i decided to go out with him because it was just being nice to me like throughout my time where i was working previously before my current job and uh, i decided to give him a chance but i didn't to be honest i i was not a fan of his a complete fan of his and then on like on valentine's day of that year that was the time that was like three years ago so 2018 that was the time that i started getting interested in him because he actually did something i remember oh i had to go and work on my thesis yeah and i went to meet with my supervisor for my thesis and I, we were at the same place before because we were getting paid for our job. And then we went back and this dude... So what happened was like, I left earlier because I have to meet with my supervisor for the thesis, okay? And he was there and I was like, oh, I have to go because I have to meet my supervisor uh, and I'm running late. So I, I think I even took a taxi that day to make it on time to meet my supervisor and this dude was still at our old workplace and he was like i was like you know what like i have to go to meet my supervisor but if you want to meet me like this is my university and you can come and meet me so i didn't think he was gonna come and meet me to be completely honest but my guy showed up and i was not expecting it so as i was not expecting it and we went out the previous few days where he tried to kiss me but I was like no I'm not into you so 
yeah like that day we actually kissed because i was like oh i was like you're actually showing that you care so okay hello you like welcome and yeah but then you know what you know what you know what then we didn't go out anymore because no then we didn't go out anymore because that day was actually the day where it started being like so insecure and it was like oh i don't know it was like oh i don't know if i'm good for you da, 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 da. i'm so messed up da, 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 da. and i was like let's figure it out let's talk about it like what's wrong and and take it from there did my guy what did my guy do disappear i was like that's fine that's cool you stay there i stay here like i think we spoke one more time after like in person which it was also ridiculous because we were like let's have a conversation about this what's going on like if you're actually interested in me or not and like if are we going for a relationship or not and that day when he came he just tried to kiss me and i was like rough no if you're gonna kiss me yeah we're not going to like we're not gonna fix the problem like i want to actually ask have an actual conversation and understand what's going on between us so yeah so now so he ended up being him leaving him trying to be all sappy and that and be dramatic so yeah that was i don't know why i have with my sister's experiences so yeah so when it's valentine's day do i care sometimes i do not really care on one side i'm grateful that i got different kind of love like i have the love from my family i have the love from the creator i have different kind of loves in my family that maybe i still work to acknowledge it and celebrate it but for me i think i don't know my mom was telling me yesterday was like oh you know in ghana it's just like it's a celebration of love for all the people that you have in your family but for me that i grew up in the west like valentine's day it's it is a romantic holiday it's for your romantic partner like and as i do not have one i don't know sometimes i don't know that time i'm, I'm not like overly sappy because at the same time i'm very comfortable with with myself and i'm very comfortable with um how will I say? I'm very comfortable with me being me and uncomfortable with myself. So sometimes I'm just there like, do I miss a romantic partner? No. Other times I'm just there like, would it be nice to have someone that shows that they care romantically? Of course it would be lovely to have that but if i don't have it it's not something that i'm going to like suffer for like you know what i'm saying i don't know if i make sense but i will not suffer for it i will be i will be happy and still celebrate myself <laughs> and my achievement and i don't know and maybe just even just be like you know hoping and wishing that when they they right person the right guy will come along and you know and maybe one day i will make sense of this holiday of this day but at the same time listen 
it is also just a capitalistic means to earn some extra money so there is also the aspect too don't forget that like there is that aspect that you say like my objective self well no, yeah i don't know but I f i'm thinking of flowers these days i don't know i may get some or something just for myself just to just you know just i don't know i i feel like these days i just want to get some flowers some plants i'm really getting more into like the flowers and plants kind of vibe but i don't know for the celebrated romantically, happy Valentine's Day. For the single ones, you know what? We're still worthy and celebrate yourself, you know. Celebrate. Celebrate that. Celebrate the love that you have from above. Celebrate the love that you have for your family. And you know what? And anyway, any day is the perfect day to celebrate love. And with this, you know what? Let me wrap it up because I've been chatting too much. I hope you had a good day. I hope you have a good Valentine's Day for the celebrating. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. And thank you for listening in and tuning in one more time. Have a wonderful day, week, weekend, whatever time it is. Have a good one. And do not forget to follow the Instagram page at Chronicles of ABI Double V. Like I said it, I said it, I said it. W. Just like, yeah, just go and follow on Instagram or you can follow us my personal page at smiley benny double n and double y like I made it this time I made it I made it this time I was able to say all so like yeah thank you so much for today I appreciate you take care bye